Don't turn it off now. You need this stuff. Tampa Bay's Tantalk Radio Network. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kurt, at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Hey guys, this is Robert from Nostalgic Rating Cars, and you know I dig stuff out of the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Well, I'll tell you what, there's a shop in town specializing in vintage, retro, mid-century collectibles. Everything from toys, games, pinball machines, video games, fashion items, TV lunch boxes, slot cars, models, and more. Bobby, what's the name of that store? The, the Cool shop. shop. Yes, located at 9265 Seminole Boulevard in Seminole, Florida. Give them a shout, 727-201-9489. TheCoolShop.com. The you may be owed some money. After 911 and 411, call 541. That's 727-541-1741. Call Gulfstream Motorsports for a diminished value report. Due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business, I'm very good with wrecks. So if your car's been involved in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Call 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for the lost value of your repaired vehicle. And visit us at GulfstreamMotorsports.com. you once were. You can't turn back the clock, kid. But you can wind it up again. You will never be the racer you once were. Accepted. Will Michael McQueen retire? I decide when I'm done. Jackson Storm is part of the next generation of high-tech racers. Win number three for the rookie sensation. You'll never be as fast, but you can be smarter. You need my help, Mr. McQueen. I'm coming for you, Storm. Nostalgic Cars and Radios. It's No, it's Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hey, this is Adam Farrar from Top Gear, and you are listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Turn it up. Okay, listeners, welcome. You're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Run your computers and Google Tantalk1340.com, and you can see us live here in the studios in downtown, sparkling clear water. 
Don't forget to visit our website, GolfStreamMotorsports.com, where you can find out everything and anything there is to know about us. Don't forget, if you missed any of our past shows, 300-plus shows, visit our archive page, Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and you can pick out some really cool listening material. Right, Bobby? It's true. Good evening. And uh, would you like to do the social media honors for us again? Yes, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, at NRC on air, at Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Yes. Wow, did we have a busy weekend this weekend. We had the NSRA event, and we had Festivals of Speed. And, of course, uh, while I was over there at NSRA, I was busy trying to do some of the social media stuff. And uh, I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm getting better at it. Right, Bobby? True. True. Okay. <laughs> He's so modest. Yeah, true. Well, Dad, yeah, you know, really, I don't know if you're that good or not. Well, I mean, anyway. <laughs> but anyway, no, hey, uh, without you, I'd be L-O-S-T, lost, right? Anyway, yeah, NSRA, great event, tons and tons of people. And, uh, oh, hey, you know what? Yesterday was Jan Bear's birthday of Jan and Dean. We're going to play Surf City. And uh, this was the very first record I ever bought when I was a little kid. Hey, you tuned in to Janet Dean, Surf City, and Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Don't touch that dial. This is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kurt. At the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727 501 9090. That's 727 501 9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727 501 9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Love them barbecue ribs that you have. 
Hey guys, this is Robert from Nostalgic Rating Cars, and you know I dig stuff out of the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Well, I'll tell you what, there's a shop in town specializing in vintage, retro, mid-century collectibles. Everything from toys, games, pinball machines, video games, fashion items, TV lunch boxes, slot cars, models, and more. Bobby, what's the name of that store? The, the Cool shop. shop. Yes, located at 9265 Seminole Boulevard in Seminole, Florida. Give them a shout, 727-201-9489. The, the Cool Shop. Com. Hi, this is Tim Del Toro. And I'm Lou Angel Wolf, and we are the Grease Gurus. Our show is broadcast every Saturday morning live at WTAN Tan Talk Radio 1340. That's 10 o'clock every Saturday morning for an automotive forum that is flavored with humor and insight. We encourage you to call in and be part of the Grease Gurus show. We'd love to have you, and we will certainly help you find your inner grease. This show is sponsored by Tim's Performance Service Center in beautiful Tarpon Springs at 906 Verona Place, and you can reach us personally at 727-543-1601. Aha. Okay, we're back, and you're tuned into Nostalgic Rating Cars, and uh, we got kind of an exciting show for you tonight, and um, so I didn't get a chance to uh, kind of let you guys all know what's going on, but uh, we have a very special guest coming on. Actually, we have two guests coming on, but we have a very special guest coming on this afternoon. First off, if you guys are big fans of the movie Cars, you know, the cartoon version of Cars, okay, I went and saw that movie a long time ago with my son. We saw Cars 1, we saw Cars 2. Well, guess what? Cars 3 is coming out. And today over in Tampa at the stadium over there, they had a little, uh, what they call, Road to the Races Tour for Cars 3, and I'm delighted to welcome to the show this afternoon, Lisa Cabello. Lisa is a spokesperson for the Traveling Tour. She's the field marketing specialist for Walt Disney Motion Studios, and I'm delighted to welcome Lisa to the show this evening. How are you, Lisa? I'm good, Robert. Thank you for having me on. You know, there's actually a YouTube video of you, because while I was searching around, you know, trying to prep for the show this evening, I saw you doing a whole big dissertation there and entertainment with all the really cool stuff that you were doing today in Tampa. So why don't you share with our listeners a little bit about what you do and some insight as to what the uh, new movie is all about, Cars 3, which is coming out in June of this year. Yes. So we were just so excited that Cars 3 was coming back. Lightning McQueen was back and is back in a huge way in Cars 3 this summer. So we couldn't have thought of a better way than to create an interactive and immersive tour. And we're calling it the Road to the Races. With that, we have a ton of activities for everyone to experience. We have five amazing title sponsors on the the tour, Alamo, Coppertone, Crest Oral-B, Dole, and Mattel really have something for everyone. And in the same way that the tour has something for everyone, the film does as well. I mean, we have upped the ante in Cars 3. It's action-packed. It's unlike any other Cars film that anybody has ever seen, and we're excited to get it out there and have people watch it. So tell us about some of the activities that you got going on. I know you had the cars on display. You also have a 15-minute feature movie or a kind of like a... a uh, Let's call it a sizzle reel, okay, if you will. There was games there for people. There was uh, actually some refreshments there. So tell us a little bit about all the the little uh, nuances that they have in detail. Sure. So the Road to the Races Tour, Alamo, the activity there is a street art mural wall. You can basically actually get some markers and bring to life a mural with, you know, a variety of colors. You can color this entire mural of all the Cars characters. It's really, really cool, really, really vibrant at the end of the day. And it's really cool to see how each city can kind of, you know, define it and make it really cool. Also, Coppertone, I mean, that's a huge hit everywhere we go because the beautiful weather we had here in Tampa today really brought people out to get some sunscreen. So you can get some sunscreen there at Coppertone Food. And then my personal favorite is the Pit Crew Challenge. So racing is really important to us, of course, in the car films. And what you can do at this activity is get down, change a tire. We actually have bolts for people to screw onto tires. It's really, really fun. That's a really hot ticket item there. And then Coral B, I mean, we have the stars of the film there for people to take photos. So we, of course, have to have Crest Oral B there so that way everyone's smile is looking great. And we have a piston cut prize wheel that you can spin win a prize from there, and then take a photo with the Star of Lightning, or Star of Cars 3 Lightning McQueen. Let's see, Dole, you can sample some Cars 3-themed smoothies. We had Cruz Ramirez, who is one of our new characters in Cars 3. We had a themed smoothie for her today, so that was really tasty. Mattel, I mean, I don't think I could even make my way in there to try and race myself in there today. It was such such a popular activity. Pretty much what you can do at Mattel. It's an interactive gravity drop where you can race some of the latest die-cast models from Mattel. So we have Lightning McQueen, Cruz Ramirez, drop down a gravity drop, and then you can also play with some of the latest car sets from Mattel. So we have that, and then let's see here. 
We also have NASCAR, who's a part of the tour as well. Acceleration Nation is a really cool educational arm of NASCAR, and you can pretty much learn how to create a 3D model of some of the characters of the film. So that's really cool and exciting. Um, Let's see. Yeah, I mean, and then, I mean, my personal favorite is the sneak peek of the film. You get 13 minutes of footage that's exclusive to the Road to the Races tour, and you get to see an exclusive clip from Cars 3. Really? Now, you basically had, from what I saw there, it was like a 45, 50-foot trailer that was actually a self-contained movie theater, right? Yeah, so that's really where you can see the sneak peek. It's the Cine Transformer mobile movie theater. It's unlike anything that anybody has ever seen. It's basically a truck transformed, and you can step inside. It's an escape from the heat. It's beautiful inside. You're basically in a movie theater, and the footage is spectacular. Everyone comes out of there, and I've seen people just raise their hands in the air and go, that was awesome. So that's always the reaction we want, and we're hoping everybody's excited to come and check that out especially. Okay. So now the tour started in Orlando, and today in Tampa, that was your second stop. So where do you guys go from here? We, we kicked off in Walt Disney World about over a week now ago, and then we were in Miami. Tampa today was our last city in Florida, and okay. then we're really excited because we're heading over to Texas Motor Speedway this weekend. And um, that, we're super excited. I mean, race fans and anybody can come out. This entire experience is free and open to the public. Everyone should head over to cars3tour.com to find the exact hours that we're going to be there this weekend and all the cities after that, because we have 20 cities even after Texas. 20 cities. Now, where does it ultimately end up? In Anaheim at the Disneyland? So, yes, we're, tra- we're traveling coast to coast. We started off on the East Coast here, and we're finishing off at the Sonoma Raceway. Oh, Sonoma. We're really excited about that stuff. Yeah, so we're stopping actually at three racetracks throughout our tour. So Texas Motor Speedway this weekend. We'll be at Charlotte Motor Speedway in May, and then finishing off at Sonoma Raceway. Excellent, excellent. Sonoma Raceway, just north of Marin County. You and I were talking about that earlier because you're from the Bay Area also. <laughs> I sure am. I am looking forward to heading back west. We're actually going to be all over California, so I'm excited to see to see all those, especially Sonoma. I actually have not been to that raceway before. Oh, you'll love that track. Uh, that is probably one of my favorite tracks. That and Laguna Seca, which is down in Monterey, two great tracks. So, oh, nice. Do you have a minute or two you can tell us a little bit about your background? Because you've been with Walt Disney for how long? Um, I have been with Disney probably about five years, and I mean, I love all of our movies, and... What I do is I work on regional promotions, and this is the perfect fit to talk about everybody or talk to talk to everyone about Cars 3 regionally, just to spread the word across America that Cars 3 is coming to theaters this summer. So, yeah, I'm excited to just travel and meet people and see their reaction and um, just share with them this really special film. Okay. Now, give us the list of the cast of the characters again. Now, Owen Wilson was the original, the voice for McQueen, and... Is it Owen Wilson? Who's going to be this time? Yes, it's been Owen Wilson for the first car, second car, and this as well. So that's exciting. Okay, great. Okay. Um, he's been the voice of Lightning. And then Cristela Alonso. We're really excited to have her voice, one of our new characters, Cruz Ramirez. And okay. Cruz Ramirez, she's a tech-savvy trainer. She's young, and she's really going to kick Lightning into shape because in this film, Lightning is really struggling. He, you know, he's a living legend. He only knows winning, but... He's not winning anymore. And so Cruz comes in, and she's going to really try to teach an old dog new tricks. (laughs) So they have a really funny relationship, but they have the mutual love of racing between them. So we love her character. We love Christella voicing her as well. And then Jackson Storm is our another main character that's in the film. This character um, is voiced by Army Hammer. And Jackson Storm, really, he's ushering in a new era of racing. So as you can imagine, that's not sitting well with Lightning McQueen. I mean, he only knows one way of racing. And, you know, this, this guy's a challenger. Jackson is a new kind of competitor. He trains differently. He's built differently. I mean, when, they, when people come out to see the tour and they see these characters in person, they're going to be blown away. I mean, Jackson Storm is so cool. Like, he, you know, he's like stealth, like a stealth fighter. It's amazing how this guy is built. So, so we're really excited. These characters are unlike anything anyone's ever seen. So it's a uh, classic old school versus new school. You could definitely say that, yeah. You could definitely say that. Okay. Now, is Mater going to be in there? Because everybody loves Mater. <laughs> Everyone does love Mater, and he's definitely still Lightning Queen's best friend. But people can rest assured they'll check out Mater, and Mater's definitely going to be rooting Lightning Queen on in his 
in his fight to stay in the racing world. Okay, super, super, super. Well, I know that you have a meeting you have to go to here in a few minutes, but why don't you tell everybody again how they can find out more about it, and if they want to go check out the uh, website and find out a little bit about the tours, where do they go? Sure. So the Road to the Races Tour is heading to 20 more cities, so everyone should head over to cars3tour.com. There you'll be able to find all the cities in your area, the dates, the times, everything. And then hopefully we'll see you there. Super. Well, I want to thank you very much for taking some time out and hanging out with us here at Nostalgic Reading Cars. I also enjoyed the uh, little cars exhibit today. That was a lot of fun, even for an old guy like me. And uh, so we wish you guys the best of luck. And everybody, Cars 3 coming out this June. Actually, I have some discounted tickets I'm going to be giving away here a little bit later on the show as a radio giveaway. So, uh, again, Lisa... Best of luck to you. Thank you very much for coming on the show and uh, a lot of success with the movie. Thank you so much. All right, guys, we are back. This is your lovable show host, Robert. And uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. In fact, if you go to our Facebook page, you will see a picture of uh, the exhibit over there. I took some pictures of it. I didn't have, uh, the lines were really, really long because I actually would have hung around for the 13 slash 15 minute uh, teaser reel that they had. You know, that I kind of wanted to see. But I did walk around and look at the cars. Of course, you know me, I'm old school. So, you know, I'm going to be kind of in in Lightning McQueen's uh, corner because, uh, you know, that's just just got to go with the old car, guys, you know. But uh, the, the new thing looks very similar to, uh, let's just say, a Ferrari 458. Kinda, you know, it's a combination of – in fact, if you look at the original – if you read up on the original Lightning McQueen car, it's a combination of a number of cars. It started out supposedly looking somewhat like a Corvette, like a C6, but then they kind of homologated it a little bit, and they had a little Mustang, and they had a little uh, – Pontiac and the little Firebird and a little this and a little that. So a little Viper. It's got a little of everything in it, which is kind of cool. So it kind of represents all the cars of the, you know, last three or four decades. The new car, if you look at the front of it, it looks almost like a Corvette C7 uh, in the back. Looks like a C7 slash 458 in the front. It's got a very, very aerodynamic, state-of-the-art set of lines to it. Really cool-looking car. Now, you know, one thing I did notice is when when when, when you're talking about the, the, the scenario on this um on this movie, the first movie that came to mind was Rocky Three, I think, where Rocky uh, and Apollo Creed were in there and they were training, and they had this Russian guy who was like, you know, modern day, um, you know, boxer using state of the art technology to train little things to kind of help you out, like steroids and things of that nature. So, you know, that's kind of what this movie kind of reminds me of. So then, what Rocky had to do is he had to kind of go grassroots. And by virtue of he wasn't more powerful than the guy and wasn't stronger, he just had to be a little bit clever about how he used his talents, and ultimately that's how he won. So I'm guessing that this movie is probably going to have the same same uh, outcome and the same uh, – what's the word I'm thinking of, Bobby? Help me out here. What's the word I'm thinking of? Not scenario. There's uh, What's that word they call I don't want to say format, something else. But at any rate, so it should be an interesting movie. And what's really cool is – kind of educational for the kids a little bit because if the kids kind of read between the line, there's always a moral to the story. And that's part of the word I was trying to get to, part of the cliche I was trying to get to. But anyway, so Bobby, do you want to go ahead and uh, do the little doohickey here? Ah, here we go. Okay, so if you want to give us a call here at the studio, that is uh, 727... Yes, 727-441-3000. 727-441-3000. And for our listeners up at the Q, WQBQ... Our affiliate station in Leesburg, big shout out to you guys up there, the voice of Lake County. You can give us a call here too, even if you're up there in the villages and you're listening, 1-866-826-1340. That's 866-826-1340. I have some discount coupons for the new upcoming movie, Cars 3. And I also have some discount coupons for the Pixar Mattel store and the Disney Store. So if you give us a call here at the studio, 1-800, no, not 1-800, 866-826-1340. That's 866-826-1340. You may be the lucky winner, and you'll be taking your best friend or your bride or your grandson or your son or your daughter or granddaughter to Cars 3. Right, Bobby? That's right. I know you enjoyed the movie. I did. But uh, I probably enjoyed it just as much as you did because I wanted to watch it over and over. In fact, I think we ultimately, didn't we get the CD? I think we have it, don't we? DVD, yeah. DVD, yeah, that's it. CD, DVD. Okay, hey, what do I know about technology? You know, if you don't have wrenches and pliers and screwdrivers and rubber bands, I have no idea. Although, I think computers have rubber bands in them, don't they? Then there's something that's kind of stretchy in there that kind of goes round and around and keeps this 
the wheels spinning, or is that my imagination? It's my imagination. You can think that. That's I right. can think that? Okay, that's all right. So anyway, so let's talk a little bit about this weekend. This weekend, I took Ice Ice Jeffy of Speed Culture. Him and I went over to the NSRA. Now, we had a lot of fun over there because I did not know, because I don't, my mistake, I don't always read everything thoroughly. I kind of have a tendency because i got so much stuff I have to go through. I kind of glance at the NSRA. What am I doing here, Bobby? I'm losing my mind. Okay, yes. the NSRA uh, letter that I got, and it said, you know, we're going to have 1,400 cars, and we're going to do this, and there's a swap meet, and all this other stuff. And then uh, what happened was is uh, they had an autocross there, and it was put on by the autocross guys. Dot com, autocrossguys.com. And uh, so when I rolled up there, I did not know about this. Jeffy told me about this. Okay. So I said, so when we rolled in there, you know, I had to go through the whole crowd and everything like that because the guys over there, our, our good buddy Jim Rowlett, let me set up over there. And um, so I got totally consumed with the autocross. Now, what happened was, is BF Goodrich supplied some rental cars to the autocrossguys.com and there were six cylinder Mustangs wrapped with. Share the ride. So you could basically go over there as a spectator, get in the cars, and run around on the track. Now, this is an autocross. It's not like if you've ever been to Meekum, you know, they have, like, the Chrysler show up there, Ford will show there, and they take you around. They do some, you know, hot dog a little bit. But it's usually just a short course, you know, where you go down and a couple little chicanes and a slalom and a, and a hairpin and so on. These guys were pretty serious. This is a this is a, a timed pylon course. So each time they go out there, they try to go a little bit faster. And the whole idea behind an autocross is in the old days when we used to do it with, let's say, the Porsche Club, the Corvette Club, the Shelby Club or something like that, you get three passes to, to race against the clock. And what you typically do is you get out there, you walk the course so you know the course, you make a mental picture of the course, okay, because it's all pylons. And then what you do is you then make your first pass in the car. Now, if you have a four-speed car, if it's geared real tall, you'll be in first gear. If it's a little shorter, second gear. If you've got an automatic, you ride the brake a lot. You power brake it a lot. And uh, so anyway, there was a Corvette that was there. It was a Z06, all tricked out with really cool suspension. There was a Firebird. There was a 72 Firebird Formula. It was all tricked out with an LS motor, the two Fords. And then anybody else that was a member of NSRA that had registered to display the car could actually run for free. So I rode with the guy in the uh, Firebird the first time. He took me around a couple times, and I kind of got a feel for it. Now, I started out racing or club racing with the Porsche Club and the Shelby Club back in the 70s doing a lot of autocrossing, and that's kind of what kind of launched my career. Then you started autocrossing, learned car control and how to brake and how to you know, slide and how to drift and how to you know, turn the wheel and you know, all that kind of stuff. And then you go into club racing, and then you go into SCCA racing, and then which I got my license in 1990 at Road Atlanta, and then you go into vintage racing because that's really all I wanted to do is vintage race. Because it takes big bucks to race the other events. And, of course, it requires traveling. And I didn't have the luxury of being able to travel. But anyway, so it was a lot of fun. So then I was standing there. Jeffy came up. And I got him stuffed in the Corvette. And they took him around the track a couple times. Now, I actually shot a video while I was in the Firebird. But I was sloshing around inside the car so bad that my video is all over the place. Okay, But it gives you. And, and, it's, and there's audio. So it gives you an idea. I don't know. Did I put that on Twitter? 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 Something like that? I think it's on yes. a Twitter video. Okay, yes. so if you go to our Twitter page, what is it? At NRC on air. At NRC on air, you can see me sloshing around. Well, you can't see me sloshing around. You can see, see the phones. You can see the phone sloshing around, and you can kind of get an idea. Now, I did take other videos of other guys driving around. Now, I I got to get know the guy. His name's Brent. He's out of Tennessee. He's got a slew of cars. I actually got him talk to let me drive the car. So what I did is I put Jeffy in a passenger seat. We drove around slowly. The first time, I wanted to show Jeff, this is how you do it. Light turns green. You go, you follow the course, you stay in the pylons. And then I said, all right, let me try this a little bit faster. But let me tell you about racing. Here's what happens when you race, especially if you have a competitive spirit within you. You go a little faster and you go, oh, that wasn't so bad. I think I can do a little better the next time. You do that and then you go, eh, I think I can do a little better the next time. Okay, so the first time out of the gate, I think I ran, I don't know, a three three thirty nine or something like that, right? So that was just horsing around. I wasn't even trying. So then I went out the second time. And I got on it a little bit, and I did a 340. And I go, wow, that's dumb. But that's because I was sliding all over the place, okay? Collected a few cones, stuffed them underneath the car a little bit. You two are just dumber than a bag of hammers. <laughs> and uh, then I went out the third time, or fourth time, I don't remember what it was. And I did a little bit different, and I got on a little bit more, and I ran a 337. So I beat my time by three seconds. And the, the guy that owns the car, his fast time was 335. So... 
I wasn't that far off. And I'm, I'm guessing if I went around a few more times, I probably would have uh, been close to their time. And uh, But, you know, a Camaro or Firebird or even the Corvette is pretty... And the, the, I think the Corvette ran a 334, so he was faster than all of us. But, I mean, it was really tricked that suspension. But the trick is not so much to have a really, really fast car. It's good to have a fast car. It's good to have really good brakes. But keep in mind, the bigger the car, you know, you're on the gas, off the gas, on the gas, off the gas, and then you're sliding around a little bit. So you're fishtailing to it. But you, the trick in an autocross is to be smooth and fluid. Okay, so that's the trick. So you don't really need the fastest car. You just need to be fast on the course, and that means fast and consistent. So it was a lot of fun, brought back a lot of memories, and guess what? We, yes, we, as in me, myself, and I, Bobby, and Jeff, with Speed Culture, might put on our own little autocross and get some people involved in that. That's pretty cool stuff. So be sure and tune into Nostalgic Radio Cars every Tuesday night on the Tantalk Radio Network. And we might be talking about this. Check out our website, GulfstreamMotorsports.com. And don't forget to follow Speed Culture. Download the app if you don't have it. That's where all the car shows are and the events and perhaps the autocross, the Speed Culture autocross. Okay? So that should be a lot of fun. Anyway, hey, uh, how are we doing on time there, Bobby? Because I think we got a guest coming I on here in a few we minutes. Go ahead and do it. Because uh, let me run down some of the events we're going. We have the Celebration Exotic Car Festival this weekend at Celebration, Friday, Saturday, Sunday in Orlando. We've got the Bear Jackson auction going on in West Palm Beach. So if you want to hightail it down to West Palm Beach. And then, of course, also on Saturday morning is the Orlando Cars and Coffee. So there's a lot of stuff going on. And we're going to be in Orlando because we're going to the Celebration Exotic Car Festival in Orlando. Because it's been going on for a number of years. I don't even quite know how many years it's been going on. But I've been going there on and off for years and years and years and years. And Bobby's been going with me years and years and years. And if you want to see some pretty amazing cars, it's really cool. It's downtown Celebration. The streets are blocked off. Beautiful venue. It's open to the public, and you, again, will only see cars that uh, you only see in magazines. That's how cool is it. Plus, the Ferrari Club of America is bringing their cars because they have an event going on simultaneously at Daytona. So they got a road course event going on over there, and they will be bringing their cars, featuring the cars in the Celebration Exotic Car Festival this weekend in Orlando. So check it out. The website, CelebrationExoticCarsFestivals.com. Pretty cool stuff. Bobby, what do you got queued up? Let's listen to the Sopranos theme song. Oh, yeah. Well, while we're talking about Italian cars, I couldn't think of anything more fitting. We actually robbed this song from our good friends, the Grease Gurus, because this is like one of their theme songs, because both Tim Del Toro and Lou Angel Wolf kind of like have like Italian connections, you know what I mean? Hey. What are those? Hey, tune in the Nostalgic Radio with Cars. Don't touch that dial. We'll have to come by and make you an offer you can't refuse. James, aren't you? Yes. 
Who's that? It's Nicky Lauda. He's just been signed by Ferrari. He's a nobody. Look at the way he's driving like an old man. Right now, with zero incentive, why would I drive fast? Because I'm asking you to. This is an incredible battle between these two great drivers. Next time, I'll have you. No chance. You're just a party guy. That's why everybody likes you. Yes, I know. I'm terrible. No, you're not terrible. You're just who you are at this point in your life. To be a champion, it takes more than just being quick. You have to really believe it. I've been waiting for this my whole life. I can beat this guy, trust me. He's consistent, dependable. Will he put his life on the line the day that really matters? Welcome to the racing drugs match of the decade. champion Nicky Lauda, trapped in a searing inferno of 800 plus degrees. Talk to me, James. Don't go to men who are willing to kill themselves driving in circles looking for normality. And what did your wife say when she saw your face? She said, you don't need a face to drive, you just need the right foot. I feel responsible for what happened. Watching you win those races while I was fighting for my life, you were equally responsible for getting me back in the car. 42 days after his near-fatal accident, Nicky Lauda will race here today. More powerful than the fear of death is the will to win. Okay, we're back, and it's time to introduce our next special guest for the evening. And you heard me mention a little bit earlier about the Celebration Exotic Car Festival this weekend in Orlando. Well, I'm delighted to welcome to the show this evening the founder of the Celebration Exotic Car Festival, Jeff Ippoliti. Jeff, are you there? I am here. Did I pronounce your name right? Close, close. It's Jeff Apollity, and I'm co-founder with my brother, Jim. Okay, well, very good, very good. So tell us a little bit about it, because I've been to this event on and off, I'm, I'm going to say, probably at least the last 10 years. Does that sound about right? Well, we started in 2004, so this is our 14th year. Okay, excellent. So that's, yeah, that's about right, because I think for the last uh, 10 years, I don't know if my son and I have been going over there, and uh, it's an amazing event. So why don't you go ahead and share with our listeners, tell us about how it how it all started, how it all came about, and what they can expect this weekend. Sure. Well, the, the event has grown a lot since 2004. First year, we had about 60 cars, and it was a one-day event with Car Show. Uh, since then, we've grown to 400 cars, and we start out with two track days at Daytona, so that's this Thursday and Friday. Friday night, the event moves from Daytona to Celebration to Orlando. And we have a show on Friday night with Jay Leno. Saturday is our, is our Concours, a car show, downtown Celebration. 400 exotic cars, about half of those are Ferraris. And the rest are made up of Lamborghini and Lotus and McLaren. We have two Paganis coming, uh, many race cars, um, and a bunch of Hollywood movie cars as well. Saturday night, we have a wine pairing dinner and... This is a charity event for Make-A-Wish, so we have live and silent auctions. That night, we, uh, we also have a concert with Steve Ogdary, the former lead singer of Journey. And Sunday, we do a rally. Um, that's like a, a roadbound scavenger hunt, if you will. So, um, and that wraps up our event for, for this year. Excellent, excellent. Now, tell us how the whole concept came about. Well, my brother and I had, had talked for a number of years about trying to create an event. We've been to a number of exotic car events across the country. And we had some of these cars ourselves, and we thought, well, if we could take the best elements of each of these events that we had been to and put them into one great event and then raise all the money and donate it all to Make-A-Wish, it would be terrific. And that's what we've done. And since 2004, we've raised and donated nearly $2 million and granted more than 200 wishes for children in uh, Central Florida. Excellent, excellent. Now, the, um, the money that you raise... How does how does that money how does that how is it generated? Is, do people pay to um, participate in the event? Do they is it through merchandising? Is it uh, through you know vendors, advertisers? How's that, how how do you, how do you do that? So typically, so so the answer to your questions are yes. So the participants pay to show their cars and pay to attend the various events with the um, the event at Hard Rock Live with Jay Leno and, and by the way, Robin Zander is actually going to open up for uh, for Jay doing an acoustic set. 
the Robin's Thumb Cheap Trick. So they'll pay for those tickets, um, also for the, the Saturday night event, the rally, and so on. But primarily the money is raised through sponsorships and through our live and silent charity auctions. Okay. And uh, now you yourself, you mentioned you and your brother have uh, a few exotic cars, and, and I, I don't know this, but I heard a rumor that you had one of the cars that was featured in one of the Cannonball Run movies? Right, I do. I have the original um, black Lamborghini Countach from the uh, first Cannonball Run movie. Okay, and what that actually didn't that belong to Ron uh, from Hawaiian Traffic? Is that his car? It did, and uh, Ron had that car since it was in the movie. And Ron was kind enough to send it to our event back in 2007. Mm-hmm. And when that movie came out, I was a kid, and I just fell in love with that car. And never really thought I'd actually even see it, much less own it. But we always have a selection of movie cars at our event. And mm-hmm. that year, Ron was kind enough to send the car over. And I was just mesmerized by that car. And Ron himself didn't come, but his assistant had come to the event and said, you know, Ron might actually consider selling that. So I called him right from the event. And I said, you know, Ron, I've been in love with this car my whole life. Um, I'd love to buy it. So it took a while, but uh, over time, we finally got together, and, and I bought the car and put it into a three-year restoration project, and now it's completely restored back to the way it was when it was in the film back in 1980. Yeah, wow, that's amazing. You know, I'm not sure, but I remember, remember the TV show Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous? I do. I think they did an interview with Ron. And they did his whole story, and I think in one segment of that interview, he, they actually showed him driving, you know, he's because he's from over in Daytona area, and uh, him driving that car, and they were, uh, I think Robin Leach was in the car with him. Is, am I correct on that, or do you remember? Wouldn't, I, I don't know, but it wouldn't surprise me at all. I know Ron drove the car and got a lot of driving out of it. I, I, he told me he used to drive it on Daytona Beach, in fact. Um, and judging by the way it looked when I saw it, wouldn't surprise me at all. But uh, I know John, I know Ron had a lot of fun with life, and uh, he's an Ron's an absolutely great guy, and um, he's had a lot of fun over over the years. Excellent. Now, in the past, you've got Jay Leno there this year. So, in the past, who are some of those big name celebrities that have uh, participated in some of your special uh, evening events? Well, with with some of the some of the performers we've had the last year, Arsenio Hall had, uh, is now back out touring again with comedy, and he paired with Joe Piscopo from Saturday Night Live. Oh, wow. That was a lot of fun, and uh, that was on Friday, and then Loverboy did our Saturday night event. Uh, the year before that, we had the Beach Boys, and before that, we had Sticks. Um, so it, it, it's been a lot of fun over the years, having having these various bands and comedians come in. And the celebrities tend to come come to the event as well, so we have we have a number of people attending this year. Um, Corey Feldman is actually coming to the event this year, and Christopher McDonald is going to be here. He played... Shooter McGavin and Happy Gilmore, I think everybody's favorite film. Uh huh. Interesting. So, what are the cars you have in your private collection? Do you, you want to talk about them a little bit and uh, share some of that? Because we, you know, we, have, we, have, we have a few. Um, I also have the Lamborghini Diablo from the film Dumb and Dumber. Oh, really? <laughs> I absolutely love that car. Oh, wow. That's cool. Now, there's somebody that needs to be at your uh, your event. They're either um, uh, Jim Carrey. Yeah, Jim Carrey and then uh, da- um, Jeff, Daniels. Jeff Daniels. Right, exactly. Okay. When I met when I met my wife, she told me her favorite film was Dumb and Dumber. I knew I had to marry her immediately. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. So, what do you do for uh, besides cars? What's your other hobbies that you have? What other interests? Do you have motorcycles, boats, things of that nature too? You know, if it's got if it's got a motor attached to it. I love it. Um, boats, planes. I'm a pilot. I love boats, um, but mostly it's just cars. Um, uh, I love racing. So. For me, it's it's been a lifelong thing. My grandfather was a car dealer, so I grew up around. Okay. Well, now bring it. Uh, there's something I wanted to just bring up because actually, when I was looking up uh, uh, celebration, your name did come up, and there was something about. Did you have a little mishap with an airplane a while back? A close <laughs> did, call. Let's call it a close call. Uh, close, close call a little bit. Yeah, I was flying um, in my plane. It was in for service down in Fort Lauderdale, and I picked it up, and the run up was fine. And when it took off, I got. It through the clouds at about 400 feet. And the last altitude I saw before I lost my panel was um, just shy of 800 feet. Um, and I knew the tops had just flown into Fort Lauderdale, so I knew the tops were around 15,000. So without a panel, it was impossible for me to know where I was or be able to climb to the top. And if I came out below the clouds at 400 feet at an unusual attitude, it was too low of an altitude to save the plane. So thankfully, I was flying a uh, brand-new plane called the Cirrus, brand-new at the time, not anymore, but... Um, Cirrus has a full airframe parachute. So what happens, if you have an emergency like this, you can 
pull the parachute, and it actually settles the entire, it comes out and settles the entire plane vertically down um, under the chute. That's amazing, really. It is amazing. Um, Cirrus is an amazing plane, saved my life, and um, I wouldn't find anything other than that. Okay, so I'm assuming that you're not just visual. You're instrument rated, obviously, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Well, I grew up in Syracuse, New York, so you get a lot of instrument flying time up there. Okay, okay. Now, where's this plane made? Tell me about this. I'm, I'm, I'm not even familiar with that plane. Yeah, Cirrus, it's, it's, uh, it's become the best-selling um, piston airplane in history, uh, and they're made up in Duluth, Minnesota. Really? Very, very modern plane. Um, I took delivery of one of the very first planes. In fact, I was serial number 80 back in 2001. Is it single engine or twin? Single engine. Okay, interesting. So it's a four-passenger then, basically. It's a four-passenger. It's very fast. I always like to refer to it as the, the Ferrari of airplanes. Oh, okay. And speed, so give us an idea. Is it over 200 miles an hour? It is. Okay. It is, and it, and it climbs fast, and it's really efficient. Um, okay. Modern design planes, so it has a lot more efficiencies than, than many of the planes were designed decades ago. Interesting, interesting. Tell us a little bit about your racing now. Um, I think I was reading somewhere that you do a little SCCA, and, of course, you're involved with the Ferrari Challenge, so tell us about that. Right, so I've, I've, I've done a little bit of everything. Um, started with the Skip Barber uh, racing series back years ago, and did a little stuff before I challenge, and then, um, and then CCR, which is Challenge Club Racing. Yeah, currently, I have a uh, 2013 Daytona prototype. So um, you can race that in FARA and NASA, um, historic, historic events and so on. And even though, even though the car is fairly modern, 2013, um, since it's been retired from racing, it can it can compete in the historic events. Interesting. Well, now the midi's coming up this month. Are you going to be up there in Atlanta for that? I'm not. Nope. Um, this this is gets to be a busy time in our business coming up. So um, my my race my racing tends to be mostly during the winter the winter months. Okay. Do you kind of like uh, just do it here on the eastern seaboard, or do you travel out west to uh, and it tracks out on uh, on the west coast? No, I've had the opportunity to drive all over. Um, a track on the West Coast I love is Laguna Seca, but I think everybody loves that track. Yep. Uh, it's just a fun track to drive, and it's beautiful out there. So you get out there for the Monterey Historics then? I've been out many times for that, and that is just a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. What other, event, when you go out, what other events around the country do you participate in a little bit? Well, uh, here, here in Florida, there's a great Ferrari event called Cavalino. That's right. down in um, the Palm Beach every January. At the Breakers. Mm-hmm. At the Breakers, yep. Um, and then I, I still participate in a lot of the Ferrari Club events um, around the country. I love to go up every year for the Ferrari Club's event up in Watkins Glen, which is my favorite track on the planet. It's just a lot of fun up there in upstate New York. Um, and then we go out to the Pebble Beach weekend every, no, not every year, but as often as we can uh, <laughs> to do that. It's a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, motorcycles. You in motorcycles at all? I've got a bike. I've got a Harley V-Rod. Okay. Um, we don't we don't ride it much because I'm, I'm just always always opting for the car. Gotcha. Well, that's the uh, Porsche of motorcycles, frankly, and uh, it, it really is. Yeah, <laughs> designed by Porsche, you know. Yep. And uh, it's a beautiful bike. I mean, I mean, the, the V Rod. I've got the, the 2003, which is the anniversary edition, and it's just a beautiful piece of artwork. I think. Okay. Is there a Pentagalli in your uh, in your future? A Ducati? I don't know. Yeah, you know, um, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you know, I, like, I really like the Ferraris and the Lamborghinis. Yep, yep. What's well, more Although, fun? I must say, my, my, my best friend just bought a Pagani, and that is some automobile. It's just beautiful. Really? A Pagani? Yeah. Okay. It's just a gorgeous car. Do any of those ever show up at your event? we got two of them coming this weekend, in fact. Two of them? We do. Wow, that's amazing. And you have two Veyrons showing up there as well, you said? Well, we not this year. We've had we've had a lot of Aerons over the past uh, over the past years, but not this year. We've got two two uh, we've got two Pagatis. We've got a lot of historic Ferraris this year. Um, we've got some Ferrari race cars. We've got two Ferrari Formula One cars. We have um, a BBLM, and then we've got a really interesting car, a one-off that Ferrari built this past year called the SP two seven five RW. It's very famous all over the internet, um, but it's a one-off tribute car to the original two seventy five Comp in the late sixties. And the car is absolutely beautiful. It's a really special, special vehicle. Yeah, that's great. And we've got a lot of uh, vintage Ferraris from the late 50s and 60s coming um, all the way up through the, the, the current cars. Um, is Rick going to bring the 275 Spider, Nart Spider that he's got, too, if he's bringing that one? No, no, he's not. Uh, last I knew, that car was um, that car was on display at the Ferrari Museum. I'm sure if it still is, but uh, I would love him to. And I'm sure it'll be here one of these years. But this year, that the, the, 
SP275. Yeah, he's he's got some amazing, amazing cars, doesn't he? He's amazing. Got, how about his Bugatti? Is he going to bring the Bugatti one of these times? What he, you guys? He, he did. He, that was here. That was here. He bought that two or three years in a row. Um, and that's a beautiful car too. And he's great. We we had some wish children here that year. Uh, the last year he was here uh, with that Bugatti, and he he gave all of them rides in the car. Wow. Um, just just very very kind of him to do. Interesting. Yeah, you got some super cool guys that show up there with some amazing cars, and they're very charitable. So that's. That's something that's really, really nice about your event as well. It's really incredible. We're, we're, we're really blessed and really fortunate that uh, people have supported the event. I mean, typically at the car show now, we're, we're attracting forty or 50,000 spectators. But the people who, who travel from all over the country and sometimes from outside the country and bring their cars and participate in the event and then, and then donate money and buy auction items and so on, and all this money gets donated to Make-A-Wish. So um, people are very, very kind to help, um, help these kids. Well, Jeff, you know, we're just about up against the clock here, but uh, is there something else you'd like to tell people? I mean, is is celebration, is it going to stay here in Florida, or is this something that really, really works well that you might, oh, let's say, venture out into another state, let's say like New York, your home state, or maybe take it out west, or maybe go up to Illinois, or, you know, uh, someplace near a racetrack like Elkhart Lake or something like that? We would love to, but but to be honest with you, I mean, celebration is home for us, and um, it, it'll always it'll always be here. And I don't, I, in fact, I'm sure we don't have the, the bandwidth to actually play a second <laughs> event. Um, it's, it's a whole year in planning to put something like this together between the track event at Daytona and the various concerts, the dinners and so on, the Concord, the rally. It's just, it's a massive undertaking that we have a really great team. Um, there's only 10 of us on, on our board of directors that uh, work all year to put this together. But of course, during the weekend, we have you know, probably 200 volunteers that, that, that help. And everyone on, on our team, every single person is a volunteer. There's no there's no payroll at all. Um, so everybody's really kind. Everybody works really hard to do this. But I do want to say, the uh, so people can look up the website. It's celebrationexoticcars.com. And admission to the show is free. So if people want to come on and check out these cars, it's an amazing collection of exotics. Like I said, about 400 of them. Um, and, it's, and it's free. So you can just come on into Celebration and, and take a look this Saturday. Well, that's super. Well, Jeff, I will be there. You can count on it. You'll meet myself, my wife, my son. We'll all be there. And uh, again, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank my uh, special guest this evening, Jeff. Let me see if I pronounce this right. Ippolite. Ip- 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 no, I did it wrong, didn't I? Go ahead and say your last it, name. Ippolite. Ippolite. Okay, very good. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, don't, don't, don't worry. My brother and I can't even agree on how it's pronounced, so it's perfectly fine. <laughs> okay. Founder, uh, co-founder, if you want me, okay, because your brother Jim was involved, of Celebration yeah. Exotic Car Festival at Celebration in Orlando this weekend. Hope to see everybody there. Jeff, thank you very much. Look forward to meeting you, and uh, best of luck to you, okay? Great. We'll see you this weekend. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what? It's just about that time. You know, we're uh, the race is almost over. So I want to thank all my listeners for tuning in to Nostalgic Radio Cars this evening. Don't forget to tell your friends. Tune in every Tuesday night for the most fascinating and legendary names in motorsports here on the Tan Talk Radio Network between 7 and 8 p.m. Don't forget to check out our website, GolfStreetMotorsports.com. Our past shows, Nostalgic Radio Cars. Visit our archive page. We'll see you at Celebration this weekend. Cars and coffee. In the meantime, everybody stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family. telling tales out of school, but there's a fella in there who'll pay you $10 if you sing into his can. Downtown Dave. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. They broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater. FM 106.1. WDCF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills. FM 104.3. Listen. Yeah.